Help is in the way, David. Great Scott! I still need the need for speed. Cowabunga, dude! You're a wizard, Harry. Welcome to the When Harry Met Movies podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Harry Met Movies podcast. My name is Harry and Dad. Dad. Hi, Harry, how are you? Not, uh... Well, yeah, as we're recording this, people, just to get why he's paused, um, Harry's not been very well. No. He's been lazy, he's took a day off school. And I want to! You forced me to. I was like, Harry, I think you're well enough to go to school. He was like, no, Dad, no! I'm going to stay off! I was sick! And then you said, oh, you have to stay off school. No, yeah, Harry's been a bit poorly, but he's alright now. Well, sort so of hope. That's basically it now. Yeah, you'll be alright, I mean. We'll start to put over your talking, won't we? You won't mind, you might not get as much talking. So, why don't you tell the listeners what our podcast is all about? Basically, Dad shows these films from his childhood and like, we review them. Yeah, that's basically it. And we always like to start the podcast by having a little challenge. Well, this week's film is The Breakfast Club, which is quite an interesting one that you pick. I have to have a breakfast. Oh, we'll discuss that in a minute, won't we? No, what, then what do you like to have? What's your favourite breakfast thing, Dad? We'll discuss that in a bit. Okay. So, but what's, what's the first part of our podcast for the new listeners, that way? Basically, I challenge Dad to tell a story in, in under five lines. And how many lines are you going to give me? I need to come up. Uh, 1985, but I don't think I need five. I'll give you one, then. That's fine. I am here to tell the story. And I am here for the food. You will get a coffee. <laughs> um, not really. So the breakfast club. Uh, the breakfast club is a... Do you want to pick a film to make the stories very short? I'm not, it's just how it was. I see behind your eyes. Um, so the breakfast club is about a bunch of school kids from various different sections of the school popularity groups that all get put into detention on a Saturday and bond. That's essentially the plot of a film, I feel. Yeah. I was thinking about it. So, so oh, so that's the, that's the tell me your story bit and the next part of the podcast. I'm going to see what, I'm going to see what we do, like how we pick the films now. We can do that in a minute. Okay. Um, that is the eye of a tiger. So, bum, bum, bum. Um, the next part of the podcast is where we do a little bit of a quiz and just a bit of fun just to get our chatting going if it's, it hasn't already started going. Um, your sly comments. I can find you. Hot quiz, hot shot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it blows up. What do you do? What do you do? So we always do a challenge where we... Well, it used to be a quiz, now it's more of a challenge where... I have to start to the science. We have 30 seconds to name as many things under a certain category which is kind of related to the film. So Harry gets to name first and then I have to try and beat him <laughs> with, without repeating any of the ones he says. So because the film is called The Breakfast Club, we're going to... In 30 seconds, Harry has to name as many items that are 
I'm ready. That you can have for breakfast. So ready? Yeah. Steady. Go. Bacon, egg, scrambled egg, hard boiled egg, um, omelette, toast, toast with jam, toast with toast with peanut peanut butter, um, smoky bacon, <laughs> toast with butter, cereal, crunchy little cold things, flakes, cocoa pops, shreddies, chocolate shreddies, frosted shreddies. <laughs> I can't keep out. Um. Milk! Time. I make that about... 30. I think that's about 22. I think that's probably the last score you've done. But... Um, it's going to be difficult not to repeat ones. Ha <laughs> ha. bit shredded wheat. Um, eggs Benedict. Croissants. Pan of Um, Yogurts. Bananas, grapes, oranges, apples, um, granola. How nice that? Um, <laughs> sausages, veggie sausages, avocado and egg on toast. Um, you beat me, haven't you? Ah, no, no, I haven't. 8, 29. Done. Um, I got like 14. Huh? You haven't got, because I can't on my hands, you haven't got 22 or 17. Pretty sure you got 22, but either way, you beat me, so well done. I eat the it. problem is you named a lot of the key cereals and stuff, and I couldn't remember which ones you'd had. Oh, there's loads as well. I can now think of quite a few. Like what? Brown Flakes, Rice Krispies, Ricicles, Honey Nut Loops, Cheerios, Honey Nut Cheerios. You don't have a lot of cereals. Do you know why we don't have a lot of cereals? Because what happens is, is you go, oh, I really like that cereal, and then you have it for like half, half a month. And then you want another type of cereal, and you don't eat most of it, and there's half a box sat there, and then I buy another box because you're eating it all the time, and then you don't eat that box, and I've got half a box and a full box sat there, and then you go, oh, I don't want shreddies or whatever anymore. I want wheat a bit instead now. I'm gonna mix it up. So I'm not having twelve different cereals. Well, it's just we actually don't. I don't ask for lots of cereals anymore. I've got you've got some cereal there, and then you've got. I've got mini boxes of cereal. Have you? But do you get mini boxes of cereals? The other day. For those listeners in America, so over here we have cereal. I don't even know if this is a thing in America, but we also you also get um like a what's called a variety pack, which is like little boxes of cereal. No great. And um those little boxes are like miniature like one bowl portions of cereal. How many do you get? There's eight in there, but I think some of them repeated, so I think there's maybe only like four different ones or five different ones. You better touch them in these because I probably will eat some of them. I think my nan used to get nan, my nan got them, I think. Yeah, maybe. I think nan did. So, you were going to say how we picked films, so why didn't you explain to the listeners? Basically, then? Dad has a list of like 100 films. Yeah, I think there's about 114 on there now, so well, that's basically when, when two years worth of films. Basically, when, when, when Dad... When I picked some, it was about 40 ish, would you say? Yeah, and I've added a load. Yeah. Um, basically, what I did to pick the cinema is I sorted it by top rated, and this was the top rated at the time. I'm not sure, it's probably changed by now. Yeah, it probably has because I've added more ones, so someone might be higher with me. So I was like, it's the top rated, and I can see why. So, what do you like to eat for breakfast, son? Um. Well, I like crumpets. Crumpets, that's another one. Um, crumpets here. I do sometimes. Waffles, that's another one. Oh, yeah, waffles. Um, pancakes. Whipped cream. There's loads we could have had. 
Um, uh, I quite like. Mm, I quite like cereal. Yeah, you are cereal. Don't really eat toast that much. Do you know what? I actually eat toast more at night when I come in from work. Um, obviously, you we have a now and we'll have bacon butties or something like that, which is yeah. probably your favourite bacon and scrambled egg or something like that. I do like my cereals. <laughs> I am a cereal boy. Okay, fair enough. So, shall we move on to. Um, Actually, I've got a question. How much did this film make and what was it against? Okay, so. Did you get you down this time? Budget of only 1 million, which isn't a lot. I can see, I can see why. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And it grossed 51 million, so that's quite a big leap. Um, it was up against Back to the Future, Beverly Hills Cop, Rambo 2, Cocoon, um, a film called Witness, which you probably never do, Goonies, Police Academy 2, one of the Fletch films, so License to Kill, which is a Bond film, and the National Lampoon's film, I can't remember which one. Was it near the top then? Yeah, yeah, it did quite well. No, it did okay. That's, yeah, that's pretty. I don't know, one million of it's very interesting. I guess it makes sense because it's probably only in. I bet they could probably rent out a school. Because I, I I, the school doesn't look like it's a set, it looks like it's probably a real school somewhere. Yeah, I, I think it was. I think the, obviously the outside was. I assume the in, inside was probably. Um, School building or some sort. Well, it well, it could have just been a purpose built set because touching on what you were just about to say about how you can see why it didn't cost a lot to make. It's mainly set in one room, isn't it? But it's for library, isn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so really, it was quite str yeah. straightforward. So basically, the characters in this, you've got five characters. Um, So yeah, basically it's sat in, a, in the library and there's five different kids from different walks of life. So you've got a, a jock called Andrew, played by Emilio Estefan. Um, you've got Jude Nelson, who plays John Bender, who's kind of like the outcast rebel guy. Yeah. Um, then you've got Anthony Michael Hall, who's quite popular at the time. Quite Actually, they all kind of were, really. He plays Brian Johnson, who's kind of like the geek. Um, then you've got Molly Ringwald, who plays Claire she's like the popular girl. Yeah, she's popular girl. And then you've got Ali Sheedy, who played Alison, who's like the, it looks, like, the emo sort of... Like, scared, like, you kind of creepy girl. Is she creepy or is she just she, quiet? She's like quiet, but she can be a bit like scared at some point, I'm pretty sure. But I think that's all persona. I don't actually think she is. I think she says it. I think you get from her very early on, she does weird things just to, to push people away, maybe, or... Get attention. Maybe I don't know. I don't think it's about attention. I think it's more she does it just to keep people at arm's length. And I don't know too much about it because there's a scene in it where they're all sat down and they're all just, like on the floor and they're all just and it's apparently a lot of it's ad libbed, but they all re they just make it up on the spot. That makes sense. Um, but they make they talk about like why they're all there and stuff. But they all it turns out they've all got um, just talk now like a therapy session. Yeah, but it turns out they've all got quite bad. The parents, they all have issues with the parents, don't they? Yeah. So I think I think that kind of bonds them all. It's quite it's interesting, isn't it? Out of interest, what category do you fall into? Don't just know. Are you the? Probably the nerd. You're a nerd. Probably. That's fair enough. There's nothing wrong with that. What? Which one would you say you're? 
or you weren't back in your days. I can say in school it's a bit difficult, isn't it? And um, I think people probably assumed I was a geek, but it's actually a category that I wouldn't say falls into. Because I would also say I fell into a category that isn't on here, which is sort of the ones that were just. That's a shock. Um, had a laugh and were funny. And what your French teacher in the cupboard? We're not getting into that again, Harry. Stop me, and I'm never like the funny guys. Yeah. Ones that would just have a laugh with people that weren't nasty to people. Just. Um, it's quite it's quite interesting because we were just talking about like the girl that's a little bit of an outcast. Mm -hmm. She doesn't speak for like. She doesn't. So like twenty five minutes, thirty yeah. minutes of a film, and the film's only like just over an hour and a half. So basically, a third, almost a third of a film. She doesn't speak. She sits in a room with them and doesn't talk. Just pulls like faces and grunts a couple of times, but which one did you most relate to? I don't know. It's the thing. I honestly don't know. I don't think I related to any of them. Which one would you say we would have been friends with in school? Probably the geek. I think. Yeah, probably. Which one do you think you'll be friends with? I would have said you would have been the one that's kind of the outcast for girl. Maybe I'm not sure. Pen. I thought you'd have because she was quite quiet and off and stuff and no one really bothered with her I think you would have naturally tried to talk to her possibly I'm not sure because you tend not to like people not to be talked to or not be have any friends I possibly either one of them I'm not sure because you wouldn't have really had anything in common with a popular girl or the sporty one <laughs> Harry has just done this thing where he's indicated there's something behind me and usually that means it's a spider or something <laughs> <laughs> and there's absolutely nothing behind it. This is why you should be on YouTube, isn't it? Because you like to do these stupid things to me. I wanted to put you off your tangent. So, there's always talk about, um, I'm doing a sequel to this, but apparently the, the writer who is John Hughes, who did Planes, Trains and Automobiles, Great Outdoors, Uncle Buck, Home Alone, Beethoven, a lot of films. Um, but he had a, a guy who played like the rebel yeah they didn't get on so he was just like i don't want to work with him again that makes sense. yeah there's a talk that there was going to be like a follow-up where you'd like a couple of few years later and how they all met there's another reason they were all put together again what well, um what's your favorite sort of scene <laughs> hey uh, i'm not sure okay who's your favorite character I get, I'm not sure. Who was your least favourite? Uh, at the beginning, Bobby mm -hmm. the Rebel. Clearly, she had a kind of a doofus and a jerk. <laughs> like he perfectly against the teacher's rules. Like he bullied on a jock and the. Did he bully on the, um, the emo girl? I can't remember. He never did something to her, I'm pretty sure. Say again. She, he kind of bullied on the jock and emo girl, didn't he? <laughs> Who the, yeah, the outcast guy. He, um, he, well, he picks on everyone, really. I think he, he mainly does it because he, um, he's uncomfortable. Yeah, because he's, yeah. His, well, his dad beats him, doesn't he? That's what you find out. Oh, I love that. They basically get the lunch and, like, Everyone's got a lunch, except from the rebel, and he goes there to the nerds and, like, starts to take, ask him to pull out whatever he got. And I think he steals something, doesn't he? I don't think he does, actually. 
Yeah, I can't remember. I'm not sure they're not Do you remember why they're all in there? Because they all got in trouble. Do you remember what for? I can't remember now. The jock guy, he taped the guy's butt cheeks together. Um, the rebel guy, he pulled the fire alarm. Um, happens in law school. The popular girl ditched class to go to go shopping. Um, the geeky guy, he he was going to commit suicide with a flag on, which would have hurt, probably, but not necessarily killed him. It's not like a bullet. It's a fire thing. Depends where he shot it. Would depend what damage it had done. And then the sort of quiet, outcasty sort of girl. She didn't need to be there. She just turned up. Um. Just because she had nothing else to do. Um, apparently it was all shot in sequence as well from Captain Elder, which is very rare, but they don't usually do that. Usually it's like, with a film, they shoot anything that's going to be in a certain room, or maybe all together, or, you know, if there's going to be certain actors available for a few days, they'll do a film with them. Um, like, because it's in locations and stuff, but I think because it's all in just basically one place, uh, they could do it, and they rehearsed it like it was a play, so they would rehearse it all the way through. Whereas what usually they do is they'll just rehearse the scene. But they did like a few weeks of, a few days or whatever, rehearsals, and they just did it back to constantly just did it all. Doesn't he, uh, doesn't the bell not break the door? And then he asked like the jock to like pick up like this, this, what's that? I don't know what it's called. Like it has all these like flyers on, what would that be called? A flyer stand? That's where you yeah. Yes, 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 him to block it and then he gets angry at him or something. Oh, the principal guy or the teacher guy. Yeah. He, um, because he doesn't want the door shut, does he? No. So he breaks the door. Rebel guy does. No, the rebel guy breaks the door because he wants the door shut and the other guy wants it open so he breaks it so that it won't stay open. And then the teacher guy goes and blocks it using something. Yeah, and then, like, see when they all go out, like, out the room and stuff, and they're just running around. Does it not get, like, drugs or something? Yeah, they get weed and they smoke them. Yeah. And, like, but, like, he hides it in the rebels and the nerd's pants, doesn't he? Yeah. And then he just, he runs around strapped in the principal. Not pr- Is he a principal? Is he a teacher? He's just a teacher and he's a principal. And then he gets locked in his cupboard. And then, like, the teacher's guy is just all, like, bit making that like, being angry at him. Yeah. Like, you see how he's not actually violent, he kind of, you can tell it doesn't come from the greatest place. Yeah, that's, that's basically it, is the fact that, um, I mean, you kind of, like you said, the outcast guy, Jude Nelson's character, he's essentially a, he comes across a bit like, he's a bully, isn't he, for quite bits of it, um, and he basically pushes... The reason he does that is because he's bullied at home and it's kind of like, that's what that's all he knows. Yeah. Which is really nice, but that's how it is. Apparently, Emilio Estefan's character, he, that's why he was going to be, he was going to be a bully, but it just didn't, it didn't seem to work. And the girl that played the popular girl, yeah. she was going to be the other girl. That's what she auditioned for, because a lot of the characters she has, she's been in a lot of, um, John Hughes had directed it. During the 80s and early 90s, he did a lot of films like this. It was very... Um, it was, I'm trying to think of it, if it's a comparison now. There's not really, but he was like... Not like a Marvel Studios or sort of thing, but he was like... 
hit after hit after hit. He did a lot of really popular comedy, like school comedy films and stuff. Just some that will probably fall into, but like I said, just ones you will have heard of. He like he did Plane Train and Automobiles, which we watched Great Outdoors, Uncle Buck, Home Alone, Beethoven, which you did see when you were younger. I don't think you remember it probably that much. No, it's Beethoven. I don't know. I was a form. It's about a dog. <gasps> we what will cover it. What? We will cover it. Um, that's all with Beethoven. But um, I deal with he did a lot of films and she did a few of them with him. She was in quite a few of them and she always played like either... She always played the nice girl. Yeah. Even if she didn't play the popular one, she played the nice girl, the one you meant to like. So her whole point was she was going to play. Sorry, I can't. She was going to play with one that's a little bit different than all of her other characters, but yeah. she was too good at this, so he wanted her for that role, basically. Lunch. Don't don't the email like she chucks the ham. Yeah, she has. A, is it ham? I think it is ham, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah. So they all have a lunch, and like it's quite funny the contrast to like the the popular girl. She has sushi, doesn't she? Yeah. Which is just even better. Like now it would be quite common, I guess. But then it would have been ridiculously rare for anyone to have anything like that. And then so he, she has that, and it's kind of like shows the contrast in their upbringing and their pop things. So she's got something that's cool, and everybody was like, oh, like. Um, so she and would be expensive as well. Um, then you've got the geeky lad who's got like a pat lunch that his mum's clearly made for him, and he's got like an apple and juice and and then you yeah and a soup and stuff. And then you've got um, no, then you've got the jock who's got like a massive bag of food. And he's got if you notice he's got loads of sandwiches and loads of food. Um, because he's got a cube of protein. And then you've got the outsider girl. She's um, she's got like. A, Looks like, say, a ham sandwich or something, doesn't it? And um, she chucks the ham off and puts sugar on it, we think it's meant to be, and puts crisps on it. Sounds nice. Sugar and crisps. People used to have sugar sandwiches, sugar bussies or whatever. Nice. Yeah, I don't know. I've never had it. It's just, oh, it sounds horrible. Um, no, you're not. Yeah, okay. And then the rebel lad, he doesn't have anything, so he steals the geeky lad's lunch, which is obviously in character. I think he steals it. I don't know. Well, he, he goes over and says, like, what are we having for lunch? Sort of thing. And yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't think you actually see him steal it, but the implication is that he's taking his lunch, isn't he? Yeah. What's what I like to see with this? I'm making this up, like, me, like, it's not being their parents or something. Do you think but, but like, this would still work now as a film? Possibly. Because still, it must be in your school. You must have those groups still, to some degree. The ones that are really good at sport, like, you probably play football for your school and stuff like that. Sure. Then you'll have like the people that are quite popular in your year that everyone likes. And then you'll have the ones that are quite geeky or a little bit out yeah. there that people probably pick on maybe a bit more. Then you'll have the um, ones that like always get in trouble. Yeah. And then you'll have the ones that kind of keep to themselves a bit. And... Yeah. I bet you will, but that, that means you probably don't really notice. Uh, in school, I know... So I do, I, I go out with a few people I used to go to school, like primary school with, and I I know if I ask them who all the, because we went to high school together as well, who the popular kids were, who the sporty kids were and stuff, we could probably name them all still. So you you will realise as time goes on that every school has these groups or cliques or whatever you want to call them. I don't know, I don't, well, I don't have a Like I always said to you, you, you always talked about school and sort of say like, you haven't got loads of friends, but you've got a nice group of friends. Yeah. And I say that. Like, it's, I went out last week with two of my friends from high school. 
And so obviously I haven't been to school for with them for sixteen years, something like that. And we went out for lunch. I uh, went out for tea, and it was like we see each other every week still. So, because yeah. they were our mates, they were my mates in school. And we're still friends now. My cousin knew I hang spend a lot of time with. I've known her obviously since I was born, pretty much. He was born a year later, but since she was born then. But she's I'm, born. And we're still very close because of that. And what you'll find is those people are the better friends. Who? My cousin. Yeah. Have you ever met him? Yes, you have. You just haven't met him probably for quite a few years. You probably don't remember. Going off on a tangent there a bit, weren't we? What do you think yeah. of a teacher? So really, I was thinking about this. So you've got five kids. You've got a teacher. And a janitor. And a janitor. And then other than that, there's no real people in it other than the parents that pick them up and drop them off. Yeah. It's all like... It's all it's basically just focused on those five and then like two supporting characters really. Who um So usually with films we get do like the whole if it be remade today, which I think it would work still because yeah. I think they just update it. Yeah. You'd be probably more like the We haven't talked about the biggest like scene, which probably if we don't mention it, a lot of people might get angry oh. when they get high. Well you have touched on it, you said they smoke yeah, weed. But like like the jock and is it the pop? Emo girl don't want to smoke it. No, but they do eventually. Yeah, and like the jock's in this room, isn't he? And then does he not pull his top off or does he not? Like, yeah, well, he starts dancing around. So, and he, he smashes the door, doesn't he? Yeah, but it's weird because he just shuts the door and then it smashes. He must be showing them. Um, and the director said that's the one scene he regrets putting in. I think because it doesn't really make any sense because even you were like, how does he smash that door? Probably because... He doesn't slam it. Probably because he's so strong. No. Well, no, yeah, it, it wouldn't... It just doesn't fit right because it doesn't. It wouldn't work like that. Yeah. Well, then, like the emo girl, she stole. Like, just no. Doesn't he have a knife to and um, drop? Not drop the. He has a knife. Yeah, yeah. The rebel, doesn't he? She keeps stealing stuff. She's a, she's a kleptomaniac, which is someone that steals all the time. Because oh. her bag's full of stuff, and I think that's the point. Because she keeps picking things up and putting them in her bag. I think she just takes things. It's kind of like her thing. Which is another one where they, there's a, that's what I mean, there's another scene where I've lived where then when she pulls out the wallet yeah. and they've all got IDs and stuff and she, I'm a geeky like it, goes all, um, it's got a fake ID and my, life, my guy goes, you do realise you've made yourself 58 or something like that and he says something and things like that which just ad-libbed and made up on the spot because cause they rehearsed it so many times. The director was like, right, okay, so this is a story. If you want to chuck some lines in that you would probably say in that situation. You're 58, man. Her bag was like, you see, I, you see, I have a lot of things. No, you have a lot of things in your pockets. It's like her bag's not in that big. Like, it's a typical like shopping bag, isn't it? Hmm. But like, it just never stops. Like, is that a portal to Narnia? Like, it just never stops. Yeah, it is a lot, isn't it? You, so, this would be what would you class this film as? What Com- type of category? Because you said it's what type of film is it? And I said it's meant to be like a teen comedy, mm-hmm. and you said it's not as funny as you expected it to be. And it's weird, isn't it? Because if you compare it to say like The Great Outdoors, or Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, or Uncle Buck, they're funny, aren't they? Yeah. But this isn't. So I think it's maybe just a teen drama, maybe. Or, but it is funny bits. There is funny yeah. bits in it. Pop a girl give like the emo girl like a makeover. Yeah. Which and then the jock falls for him. Yeah, I don't really like the makeover bit. But it's 
No, because it's kind of saying that she... That's saying that she has to change how she looks for people to like her. Yeah. Which I think... If, well, there you go. So if this was remade today, that scene wouldn't be in it. Sure. Because that's saying that how she looks isn't suitable enough. Yeah, but then... But she has to change how she looks for people to like her. Why? And that wouldn't be in it anymore. Why? But then they make the um, nerd write his uh, thing. Well, yeah, they get him to because he's the smartest and he writes... They all have to write an essay while they're there and he writes one essay for all of them. And then, but I wish... Why well, wish that Eva could go with the jock? I wish he went, she went with the nerd. Yeah, but it was, that would never happen. Yeah. It was sort of... Um, and then, like, the, is it the... What is his name? The um, rebel. He goes with the lover woman. He's like... I won't. Yeah, she was never going to get with a nerd, mate, sorry. Oh, shit. Um, what was I going to say? Someone else just took me off a tangent. You see that quite a lot. Yeah, that's tangent time. And cut. No, yeah, I think, like I said, I don't think, I don't think all the stuff would work now. No. Um, because of that, it kind of those little bits kind of date it a little bit. I think, like I said, I don't think they ch- they change how she looks. Actually, I think, yeah, the po- and I think the geek would get with one or two girls now. I think that would be different. And also, I think the pop girl will have a phone more. Yeah, yeah, like they'd add the phone in and stuff like that, wouldn't they? And I still think it could work as a film. It just needs a slight editing a bit and messing about with. So. Should we move on to the rating? Yeah. What are you going to rate this? Is it your podcast? You always go first. We do this out of five to the listeners. Um, five being a film. It doesn't have to be the greatest film ever, but we think a film that's good at what it does. Four. Yeah. I'm all bad to say, so. I didn't think you'd rate it that high. At all. What are you going to give it? I'm giving it a three. You won't anger some people. Probably, yeah. Which gives it a 3.5, which I think is going to surprise you what it puts it with. What? Um, so 3.5 is Planet of the Apes, Rats of Nim, The Rocketeer, Willow, Young Sherlock Holmes. What? Why not rate it higher? Whereas if you were putting it at 4, yeah. which is what you rated it at, you're putting it with three men and a baby, three men and a little lady, yeah, American Tale. Yeah, there you go. I'm not going to drop... Can I drop a score? It's your podcast. Do what you want. 3.5. Uh, let me just see what that, how that affects the overall score. Oh, so, Beatrice will change the divide. Well, no, it won't be low than Beatrice. one of the lowest films. Fair enough, I had someone on Twitter today asking me some episodes to listen to. I said, don't listen to the Beatlejuice one if you're a fan. What did um, they say? They didn't apply to it a bit. It wasn't long ago. Um, that puts it with Nightmare Before Christmas, Never End the Story, Rocky, the first one, Mighty Ducks 2, Batteries Not Included, which is about right. Yeah. What was that? Is not included. One with the little robots that are in the hotel. Not the hotel, like the wow. apartment block. No, so, on to our... Um, we've watched a bit. So... On news. Last time we discovered, we discussed how we finished Wednesday, we've now I mean, moved on to Willow. We've still got a couple of episodes of that to watch. So Transformers films. I just want to say, but because Harry was ill over the weekend, he has watched two of the Transformers films, the first two, and then he watched School of Rock, and you watched 
uh, the first of the new Jumanjis. Yeah. So he watched four films yesterday. Which, for anybody that knows Harry, the fact that he sat and watched four films and, it, uh, and didn't go on his pad or didn't go on his Xbox. Hey, I was randomly throwing up my seat. Yeah, you were. See, my pad was about to die and I didn't. I had a headache. You could put your pad on charge. Yeah, but I had a headache, so sound going straight in my ears as well. And but anyway, answer what you watched. What did you, what did you think of the Transformer films? They were good. They get a lot of stick around, don't they? I told you about this. Fine. Um, because oh, get ready for Dad's round and kill. Because they change an awful lot from the cartoon. Um, yeah, they do do that. The first one's quite good. Yeah. Uh, I think as they go on, problem is they get over the top. The first one's not bad. Second one dips a bit. I think the third one's better than the second. Um, and then fourth and fifth go off on weird tangents, and there's some good bits in them all. And um, the Bumblebee film, which is technically the sixth one, but set before them all, is actually probably the best of the lot. Yeah. Um, and the new one could be interesting because I'm not sure time slot wise where it fits in. I think it fits in after them all, um, but I'm not sure. Um, yeah, they changed the. But I said to you, there's some good bits like Optimus Prime transforming for the first time. It's just amazing because yeah. as someone who grew up in the 80s and loved Transformers, that was like a moment where you're like, it's cool. Yeah, I definitely think they if they do when they uh, please train up because of the set the guns. Yeah, because they all look very similar. Is what I was saying to you. How they did? They did. They did not do justice to Soundwave. Yeah, he's the best Transformer as well. Is it a Sa- no, is it a Decepticon? No, it's a Transformer. So they're all Transformers. It's a Decepticon's oh. and Autobots. Which you think of Skull of Rock? You enjoyed that? I think you've seen it before. Yeah. Um, and the new Jumanji? It's good. I think you weren't expecting it to be good, though, were you? I'm not talking to you about that, what you said about it. I said I think it's better than the original. I think it is. I think it's more fun. <laughs> I love Robin Williams, but I, Jumanji was one of the films I enjoyed. But it's middle tier, Robin Williams. It's not a Mrs. Doubtfire, it's not a Hook, it's not a Good One of Vietnam or Good World Hunting or something like that. It's not his top draw. It's kind of middle of the road. It's a good film, it's a good family film. But he's done so many better films. And I think this one, because I don't know if it's better, but I think it's usually something like this, you would go, oh, this is going to be awful. And what going to watch it, you would think it was going to be awful. But like I said to you, so the original Jumanji is the gate game comes out to them and in this they go into the game so it's different I do think and I like how they modernised it to a computer game I do think it's funny yeah and it's funny and I just think it's quite clever how they've I love how one of the women she's like she turns to a man yeah and he, Jack Black plays it amazing is it Jack Black? yeah we need to watch Jumanji we need to watch more films with Jack Black in it yeah but a lot of his films are like later don't fall into the film, but we watched one or not. He, he played a, he's the voice of Kung Fu Panda. Is he actually? Yeah, yeah. Probably, see. probably the most, thing he's most famous. And also, he read a Minecraft book, which I have. You have? He also um, read a Minecraft book. Was he? Yeah, it's in my lab, I don't really like that. But yeah, so, it's if you haven't watched any Jumanji, it's worth watching. Um, and we're going to probably, we'll probably watch the, the sequel at some point. Oh, we watched a film that's coming out for Valentine's that we can't tell anybody about because it's a surprise one. Um, and we've got guests for that. But there's a reason we're keeping that. It's under wraps what it is. be interesting to see. I might put a poll on what... Well, not put a poll because I might give it away. But what film do you think we're going to cover for Valentine's? Yeah. And see what people you think. You sent them off now. Yeah. They're off typing away. I can see, near the typing. Um, 
But yeah, so that's us. Um, but yeah, so follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram. Snapchat, whatever. We're not on Snapchat, on TikTok, but we don't really use it. But we'll, probably, we'll probably use TikTok once we start doing the YouTube channel. Oh. Um, but we'll yeah. get around to that. It's just going to take me time to get the editing and have a mess about with it. Um, but follow us on all those, like and comment on on our tweets, etc. And if you watch an episode, give us a rating or tell your friends about us because then it gets us up the charts and more people listen to us and the more people listen to us and more suggestions we get and the more suggestions we get, maybe the better podcast we'll produce. So, so thanks a lot for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.